In a world where quality podcasts are available by the shitload, two mediocre hosts defy the odds and provide a listening experience that's just kind of okay to an audience that has run out of other stuff to listen to. Proving to the world that you don't have to know a whole lot about a whole lot to have a podcast. Now, prepare yourselves, dopesters, for the What Did I Just Listen To podcast with your hosts, Gibson and Eric. And now, Gibson and Eric. Welcome to the What Did I Just Listen To podcast, where down means up and up means left and right. Fucking Eric Borio. <laughs> what What did you think about that new intro? That Woo-woo! intro, though, oh, it is so stupid. It's probably the greatest thing that's happened in my life in a long time. Shout out to the website Fiverr, where you can spend a fiver or more on all kinds of stuff. We got a pretty cool intro, but you can also pay people to say things in weird voices. And that was a free advertisement for a company that doesn't know we exist. (laughs) What was the dude's name that did this for us? Hold on, give me one second, I'll pull it up. Pull him up, we'll give him a shout out. Because I'm hoping, since he knows about our podcast, he'll at least check it out one fucking time. Now his voice is forever on it. Uh, Oh god, where is he? Well, look who decided to join us. The roommate Cameron. What's up, Cameron? What's Roscoe up, Pico. <laughs> Roscoe Pico is Roscoe the Pico. voice actor who we hired to record that intro for us. Original script by Gibson and I, uh, voiced by him, and music from him. <laughs> him. So Cameron just joined us, one of Eric's roommates. What do you? Let's just do drink of the week real quick, since you're in here with us for the first time. Uh, We're doing doing drink of the week early. We're doing it early. We're changing up lots of stuff. By the way, stay tuned, uh, uh, Kitty Cats, and uh, you're going to be hearing a pretty awesome interview with uh, uh, one of my good friends from school, Alex, and he's going to talk to us about his brand new company, Legree Outfitters. He's a young entrepreneur that sells some products that I really think some of you dopesters will enjoy. I'm hoping to get my hands on some of them. So stay tuned to learn more. So anyway, since we've got Cameron here for I don't know how long, let's do drink of the week. He's got a nice Absolutely. drink. Absolutely, What are you? Definitely. What are you drinking there, good sir? Uh, I am drinking Old Forester bourbon. Mm, Ooh, good my choice. favorite of this show. I Indeed. drink it quite a bit. I think um, we both had that as a drink of the week on here. Uh, we have. Yes, that indeed. may have been one of the unlistenable episodes, though. <laughs> Probably. Um, yeah. By, by the way, if you're wondering why it took us practically two months to get a new episode to you when we were getting a solid one a month out, which isn't what we were shooting for, but still consistent, <laughs> <laughs> it's because for whatever reason we have terrible luck with this software. I don't want to say like "fuck the software" and then they find out and they drop us, but that's twice now that it's screwed up in the recordings and mm. we've lost episodes, both of which. I mean, the first one was probably one of the best episodes we've ever done. Yeah. Deep as hell. And no good. My audio didn't record. And this last one, I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, I just, for some reason, it won't play. Anywho, though, we're recording this on my laptop directly. So it's not going anywhere. Unless it did go somewhere, I'm going to check just to make sure. Nope, we're good. Thanks. (laughs) Jesus fuck. So anyway, you're drinking Old Forester, Cam. Mm -hmm. Eric, what are you drinking? I am drinking a brand new rye... Whiskey, 
that I picked up this past weekend uh, in Manassas, Virginia at a small distillery called uh, Knockout Distillery or KO Distillery. And this is called Bare Knuckle Rye. It's a brand new uh, rye, like brand new company altogether. And I was even able to get a signed bottle by the owners. I'm also drinking the exact same thing because I'm at Eric's house and he has a fully stocked bar. So why bring my own? Mm-hmm. But uh, I will say this. I'm, I love craft beer. I love going to wineries. I've had nothing but bad experiences going to craft distilleries. I've drank a lot of. I drink. I have drank a lot of shit. I have not been to this distillery, but I'll say right now I want to go because this is some of the best rye that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. It's a very good, full flavor. It's got a good bite to it. Yeah, it's Another actually free plug. it's actually exactly what a rye should taste like. It's very good. And since a lot of ryes will go either to like the really bland area or they'll go too deep into like the smoke, almost like Scotch area. Right, but this is a nice mix. It's got a good bite to it. I just, burns I a little just bit. that pulled out right out of my ass. I don't know shit about whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded legit. Gee whiz. Uh, Eric is what we would call a bullshitter. Yeah. And I'm also a bullshitter. He's a professional. Not quite to the same level. A bullshit artist. Bullshit artist. I'm a, a full on rapist, philanthropist. <laughs> So shout and, out to KO Distillery. They're pretty great. Yeah, and if you know where the uh, full-on rapist philanthropist joke is from, send us an email, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter, any of our sites, and uh, we'll send you uh, a koozie. So here's the deal. We've been doing these. If you know this reference, hit us up. Our Twitter is WDI, what did I, JL2, the number two, and then Instagram is what did I just listen to underscores instead of spaces. Our email is what did I just listen to. Facebook is what did I just gmail. listen to. Everywhere is what did I just listen to except Twitter. We throw this out, nobody responds because we always say we're going to have a prize and we don't specify what the prize is. Here's what the prize is going to start to be. We're just going to start sending random shit that we don't want and it's going to be awesome. I go to a lot of thrift stores. Thrift stores sell a lot of weird things. So if you want a weird prize out of nowhere that's going to have our podcast name sharpied on it hell yeah and our autographs and our autographs what i would like to do if i can get my hands on one for some kind of competition is like if you can answer a question correct i'll send you like an snes classic or something so stay tuned i got a few irons on the fire might get my hands on a couple or if you have literally any topics that like you're super pumped about and you just want to hear somebody other than the voice in your fucking head talk about it you know, send that our way, and we'll talk. We'll talk about literally anything on this podcast. It's true. You you did you missed it the last episode because it was unlistenable. But we went on for a solid ten minutes about prolapsed assholes. Prolapsed asshole. Yeah, we got a, uh, we got a song coming out about that soon. Stay there tuned. are several <laughs> things. So you, this is a good segue. So one of my favorite things, Eric, is to send you and Marky Mark. Really foul, disgusting things. I know. What have I, I been know. sending you recently? You, okay, the first uh, one you sent me, you sent me two consecutive videos of Brazilian fart porn. And it is wonderful. I don't speak Portuguese, but I have a feeling they're saying, smell my ass, bitch, smell it. And she's saying, no, no, I don't want to smell it. Smell my ass, bitch. <laughs> Some nasty she's going, uh, 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 30 fucking minutes of them just ripping ass in this girl's face. Yeah. What's the other one that I sent you? The other one, I don't remember if there was anything after that, but last night you sent me one of just the largest nipples I've ever seen. I'm talking like three inch long dangling nipples. These are like, like these, this girl had nipples like Adrian Brody has a nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> they were like Owen Wilson nose crooked. Oh my god. We, you know who we need to get on it this? It looks like uh, just chest clits. 
chest clits, like little micro penises coming out of her, her distressed titties. Also, there are ropes just tied very dangerously tight around this. Uh, Maybe what that's to be why they got so long. They're just. Dude, I've tied shit around my titties before, and my nipples ain't never grown that long. Mm. Anyway. Um, that's a story for another day. Prolapsed assholes yeah. are something that sound funny but are no joke. They are no joke. You do not want to have your asshole outside of your asshole. It's literally an asshole outside of your asshole. Remember I got drunk one night and we just kept talking about prolapsed assholes and I said something really confusing and now I can't stop saying it. Like, I'll just say it, like, randomly. And it's a guy who's... (laughs) (laughs) He's laughing before I even say it. I totally forgot. It's so funny. It's just a crazy guy who's just... He's like having an out-of-body experience, and this girl all of a sudden has a, a prolapsed asshole, and he just yells out, This way I can look at your ass while you're fucking my ass. <laughs> it makes no sense at all if you think about it. I can look at your ass while you're fucking my ass. That's what we should get a soundbite for, for the soundboard. We should, dude. I need to find this video that I saw when I first discovered prolapsed assholes. It was because of this one video. And it was called Prolapsed Assholes. And I didn't know what that was. Oh, I'm, I'm horny. I'm looking for porn. Let me click on this. This is weird. I'm down a rabbit hole. Okay? And it's when you watch a video, then there's a recommended. You watch the recommended and another recommended. And you're picking out of these lists of like seven or eight. And eventually, you're watching normal stuff. And then the next minute you know, you're watching like two dudes fucking drag racing, jerking off on a chick in the back seat. You exit out of the video and you're just like, holy shit, how did I get 15 tabs it's open? It's three hours later and I'm covered in spunk. Anyway... <laughs> That's how, you, that's how you really figure out what you like, though. You just gotta this, go down that rabbit this hole. This chick's asshole was so far outside of her asshole that another chick had her mouth wrapped around her now external asshole, <laughs> while a third chick was holding her head on it, screaming, Kiss the Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the video where they get these basically, I don't know, like pliers or some shit, and they just pry this, this girl's butt open and they eat Cheerios out of it, milk uh, and all. Eric, that is called a speculum. Yeah, speculum. That uh, is a oh a no, it's Fruit tool. Loops. You just literally just, just search Fruit Loops, uh, folks, on Pornhub. First thing will pop up. www.pornhubhub.com. Yeah. That is p o r n h u b dot com. In case you did not know, but if you're a dope, so you definitely know what Pornhub.com is. Yeah, they again are not a sponsor of us. But it'd be cool if they were, because I can't even imagine the freebies. Right now, we have one sponsor, and that is Big Steve's Turtle Jerky. Big Steve. Shout out to you, Big Steve. Big um, Steve. But we do have more sponsors to come. You know, stay tuned to learn more. Absolutely. Yeah. What so, uh, What topics do we have? We kind of we went down a dark, disgusting rabbit hole of prolapsed assholes and long nipples. We we are working on a ton of cool stuff, though. I mean, the intro that you just heard for the for the one that's like our first move of trying to get us into a professional direction. Next, we want to get legitimate microphones that sound good. We're gonna get a soundboard with. We've got some pretty awesome sound effects picked out. Yeah, and we got we found a ton of other dumb services on Fiverr that we are absolutely going to be diving down a you rabbit hole with. You can pay five dollars to people, and they'll do a lot of different things. There's like one guy who just says, uh, "For five dollars, I'll." do anything dot 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 anything there's one that will and i quote scare the living daylights out of anyone they'll like fucking call somebody on the phone like you give them your mom's phone number for example i don't know why i'm using that example but like you Mm -hmm. give your mom's phone number to fuck with her because it's fun yeah and he's like i'll fucking kill you that reminds me we need to get into another topic that came up in a conversation last night uh which is about something that gibson didn't know about and a lot of you dopesters probably don't know about it it's a thing that i recently learned about called straight baiting straight baiting i still don't really know what that is okay so straight baiting is basically uh people trick 
dudes into sending them nude pics. Hmm. Shout out. And they post them on like Tumblr and shit for gay people to look at. Huh. Oh yeah, yeah. You were saying like dudes will pose as chicks and like catfish these dudes into sending them nudes. And yeah. then they post these nudes on like gay forums and shit. Yeah, exactly. Deep down the but the, the, the idea though is they're not just doing it to random people. It's that they ask, people go to these straight fighters with hey, there's this guy that I know who I think is really cute. I want to see his dick, and then they send him like his email, his phone number, and his Instagram, and everything. Though. Yeah, and then they send that out, and those people are forever on the internet naked. It's probably happened to me. That is some dark. What? What? <laughs> You can find that on the internet. You don't even know what I look like, but somehow you can figure out it's me, and you send it, you, you'll get the best prize of all. I'll send you my car. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a GTI Turbo Sport, folks. It's fast as fuck. I Dan. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just kidding. I don't think that that has ever happened because that would require anybody wanting to see me naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a horrible thing to say, but at least you're honest. Uh, yep. Like, oh, I mean, man. if there, you want to know how honest we are, man, that intro, we we shit on ourselves hard in that intro. That's true. We're both very mediocre. <laughs> Work mediocre jobs. And we don't know a whole lot about a whole lot. Live in <laughs> mediocre places. I don't know what you're talking about. This, my house is awesome. Stop. We have a full bar downstairs. Okay, Eric's house is awesome. I live with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> but no, 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 no. I paid for an apartment in Rome. You live with your ro- roommates, Tony and Bill. <laughs> God, I'll tell you, Tony's a bitch. <laughs> and Bill is the most highly functioning alcoholic I'm just I've kidding, Aunt Patty, Aunt Lenny, or Aunt Gracie, in case you are listening. Uh, Tony's not a bitch. <laughs> do they listen? Who fucking knows? My family likes everything I do. It's mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway. Let's, we still uh, haven't hit on any of the topics. We let's talk on. about some shit that we usually talk about, right? So let's talk about UFC. You want to talk about UFC? See, because I'll tell you what, I have not been watching it at all since I moved back with my parents. Neither have because I. Because one, I can't get it on pay per view. They don't let me, which is very annoying. Even if I offer to give them sixty dollars, they won't let me do it because I'm almost twenty four and my parents still run my life. But I haven't been watching really anything. Uh, but I have been listening to the podcast, so I'm keeping up. And apparently, um. Mighty Mouse's finish over Ray Borg was one of the most impressive finishes in the history of mixed martial arts. Did you hear about this? I vaguely heard about it. I did not have a chance to look into it yet, though. So, I've never been Demetrius Johnson's biggest fan. In fact, I w- watched him lose for the last time ever live against Dominic Cruz for the bantamweight title when I was in my senior year of high school at one of the fight nights in D.C. when the WEC had, I think, relative... It was right when it had first moved over, within like the first year or two. And um, I wasn't a big fan. And I'm still not really that big of a fan until this finish. Mostly just because, like, that'd be straight up. I like watching big dudes beat the shit out of big dudes. And 125 just don't get my dick hard. You know what I mean? But big dudes on big dudes, like, that gets your dick hard I guess all my day. dick hard as a rock. All day, every day. Nothing is as exciting as watching two gorilla motherfuckers beat the ever-living shit out of each other. Because you know that shit hurts. Mm. But this dude jumped up. I don't know what the fuck he did. It was a suplex into an arm bar, and apparently it was incredibly smooth. And according to him, he just hits it all the time. It's whatever. So, I agree now. That's pretty awesome. What do you think, Eric? Yeah, uh, I you know I haven't really been following. The only thing, the last thing that I really went into a rabbit hole with was uh, John Jones, uh, uh, Daniel Cormier fight. 
I watched it. Really good fight. Um, but then all the stuff came out afterwards. John Jones most likely having uh, taken performance enhancing drugs and the whole you know rabbit hole of whatever that was going to be. Yeah, it's really a shame. Yeah, you know, mostly. I really don't honestly care if he did steroids. I'm more upset that he got caught. As shitty as that might sound, just because John Jones is literally one of the most exciting people to watch fight, and now we'll probably never see him fight again. I mean... Unless he goes over and fights in Ryzen in Japan where they don't give a damn. I mean, all things said and done, uh, I mean, performance-enhancing drugs definitely going to help your aggression, your strength, your It's going to help everything. All that stuff. It's But talent is talent when it comes to martial arts. Like Those are yeah. skills that you, have, you either have or you don't. Well, it's like you hit that 99%. I don't want to say no. I don't know a whole lot about steroids, but I can tell you there's a common misconception. People think you take steroids and you get muscular, but you don't. I mean, you take steroids, you still have to work out like everybody else. And steroids is such a broad term. There's like a million different chemicals you can put in your body that do different things as far as steroids go. Steroids so is basically anything that enhances The hormones. one that he was taking is apparently a really, really, or potentially taking... And we don't really need to touch on this, because if you want to know, you're not going to get this news from us, because we don't really know what we're talking about. We're this also not promoting the use of steroids in no. any way, if that's the, what, you know, just... This shit's been out there for a long time. You can listen to one of the podcasts with the guys that actually know what they're talking about, like UFC talks about it, I think Rogan might talk about it, a bunch of different people talk about it, but anyway, my point is, like, he's taking some, like, potentially taking some old school stuff that doesn't come up very much, that doesn't do what the average steroid does. So regardless of what he's taking, he's still a superior athlete. He just put a little bit extra. He put like the extra 10% on there, you know. Still shitty. I, like I would like everybody to be on steroids. Just like the good old days. Way, that way it's just monsters fighting monsters. You ever watch Pride? Uh, Pride straight up didn't drug test. I said, yeah, just fucking juice yourselves up, go crazy. Yeah. Those are the days. Giant monkeys beating the ever-living fuck out of each other. Yeah. For my entertainment. Anywho, I will say I am super pumped about uh, UFC 217 coming up because that is one stacked fucking card. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I'm super excited. You got Michael Bisping fighting George St. Pierre, one of the best current fighters of all time, fighting one of the best fighters of all time from the past. He just took a five-year break. Yep. Um, so whether or not that's going to benefit him or not will is yet to be seen. I will say this. GSP is probably one of the bit, just best pure athletic talents the UFC ever had. But Michael Bisping just has this grit that not a lot of fighters have. Michael Bisping is like the perpetual underdog. I've been a Michael Bisping fan since like way back in the day. I'm talking like, well not way back in the day, like six or seven years ago. It's not that long ago. But he's been around a long fucking time. And what I love about Michael Bisping, he's like Dan Henderson. He literally never gives up. He yeah. never taps out. I mean, Dan Henderson was in his late four. Was he forty-seven when he retired? And he was ranked number seven in the world for middleweights. Uh, impressive. But then Michael Bisping, like Eric said over here, he just never fucking gives up. I love that he's got a shit mouth, just like Chael Sonnen and Conor McGregor. A lot of modern fans think Conor McGregor is the granddaddy, the big papa, the OG of shit talk. But it's really Chael Sonnen and Michael Bisping. Those two are the biggest shit talkers in the history of the sport. They just don't really back it up like Connor does. But Connor just can call his hits too, like a fucking madman. Connor's he's just the perfect storm. I mean, anyway, you you guys already know how we feel about Connor McGregor on this show. We're big fans of the Connor McGregor. I, I just I I thought he was going to win that fight against Me Floyd. Too. I thought he was going to win it. It's really Anywho, um, next fight on that card, another title fight between uh, current what flyweight. Bantamweight, excuse me. Bant yeah, it's Bantamweight. Current Bantamweight champion Cody Garbrandt, another fighter I'm a huge fan of, going up against 
his or pretty much his biggest rival after their feud, uh, TJ Killashaw Dillashaw. Stupid fucking nickname. The best fighters have the dumbest fucking nicknames. Yeah. Oh my god. But I definitely want to see that that feud come to you know blows and see how it ends up. Going. That's gonna be dope. What's Cody? Cody Garbrandt's got a cool nickname. No what love. No love. That's pretty sweet. I yeah. like that. That's pretty badass. Not as I, I still like the notorious. Yeah, following the notorious and the natural are my two favorite. Following that, uh, a very exciting fight is uh, another fight for women's flyweight. I believe. No, no, no. It's women's. Fe- it's women's. Um, Why do I keep saying flyweight? I don't know. Flyweight's one twenty-five. Featherweight. No, featherweight's one forty-five. Strawweight. Strawweight. Yeah, Chad. All right. Strawweight championship between uh, Joanna Janjacek uh, and somebody who... Rose, I, Rose Namajunas. Yeah, you know Rose what? Namajunas. You shouldn't even have said it because nobody cares. <laughs> no, they do. If they're real UFC fans, Rose Thug Namajunas. Uh, I, don't, I don't give a shit if we're being honest, but I'll say this. Rose is deserving of the title shot. She's a really good fighter. I just think it's really funny. That she's like Rose Thug Nami Yunez, but she's this tiny little 115 pound chick trying to look thug and all tough and everything. I don't know. I have a hard time with the women's 115. Like, good for them that they're ass kickers, but I don't even I don't like the men's 125. So why would I like the women's 115? Is that a cheese stick? It is. A cheese stick. So Cameron is eating a cheese stick and ravioli and ravioli That's cheese today. Apparently. Are you going to get ravioli? I'm going to get ravioli right now, man. You want some? Yes, please. So Eric's getting both of us some ravioli. So we have a full kitchen in cool. the studio. It's true. This studio is pretty awesome. It's, one could say it's like a full house. Full size house. So, uh, what, are you, what are you up to these days, Cameron? Unfortunately, I've been playing a lot of Destiny. Destiny 2? Mm-hmm. I haven't played that yet. Is any good? It's basically the first one. Really? Did it come it's just un- different. Did it come unfinished like the first one? The story was still pretty short. Mm. I will say they fixed a lot of stuff that was that there were some problems with in mm-hmm. the first one, and they did make the story actually interesting. That's good. Like you, you actually care about it. That's always nice. You have some buy-in. Mm-hmm. I liked the first Destiny when it came out, but I'm not really a multiplayer game kind of guy. I like my single-player sandboxes, so just it didn't it didn't entirely appeal to me but man I had some of my friends back in college that's all they fucking played was Destiny up until the bitter end they're obsessed with it yeah I, I got some friends like that as well what yeah. I'm uh, really looking forward to right now I think it comes out in probably a little over a month the new DLC for Horizon Zero Dawn what I haven't dude I was playing that game religiously and then just stopped one day what's the what's the new DLC uh, I'm not entirely sure what I was going to be in it mm-hmm I don't know if they've released a ton about it. Yeah. They, they may have. I just, uh, I pre-ordered it. It was like 15 bucks when I got it. So. Awesome. Awesome. The, the, the reason, but the, the reason I got Destiny is just because there, there aren't any other good games There's out right now. right now. Assassin's Creed comes out soon though, doesn't it? Is it October or November? Yeah, I think that one's October. Probably a couple weeks. That's dope. I'll tell you what though, as far as video games go, I am hooked on the Switch. I can't wait till more fucking Switch games. And that should bring us into our next topic. Yeah, I got your fucking fork. Jesus. That brings us into our next topic, which is that uh, both Gibson and I, on the biggest whim of whims, just randomly bought Nintendo Switches. And you know what? Smartest purchase I've probably made in a long time. I have sunk so much fucking time into Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I've never been a a Zelda fan. Like, I dicked around on them on the N64 when I was a little kid. But never actually. I must have rented them each like ten times, 
from Blockbuster and never did anything, but I've put so many hours into this fucking game. I just, uh, I'm about to pay like twice of what it costs in stores for one of the Amiibos so I can get extra shit. I found a guy. I fucking love it. I love, now I'm collecting goddamn Amiibos. I'm playing Zelda all damn day. I think about it all day. It's fucking addicting. I think the Switch is my favorite console of all time. Yeah, I will say, if you're on the fence at all about whether or not you want to get a Nintendo Switch, um, get one. I mean, you're not going to have shit on there like Shadow of War or uh, Horizon Zero Dawn or like the modern day um, like Metal Gear Solid or stuff like that. But Legend of Zelda is probably the best open world RPG I've ever played. They literally thought out everything. And it's almost like comic book style, which I love. Mario's coming out, which hopefully that's going to be dope. Skyrim is one of my literal favorite games of all time, and that's coming out on there. So I have no complaints. For what it is, and if you go and buy the thing knowing what you're getting, totally worth it. How does, uh, Eric, how does that compare to The Witcher? What do you Witcher mean? 3, uh, Zelda. As far as being an open world game. It's vastly superior in every way to every other open world game that has ever been created. Zelda? Yeah. Because they literally thought of everything. And I would say that that, uh, the only thing that's not superior is graphics, but they they purposefully gave it an art style where the graphics don't matter. But when did it come out? March? Yeah. It's been out since March and people are still discovering new things. Yeah. Like there's so so much stuff to do. It just it blows my mind, but it's it's realistic with the physics. Like if you set the grass on fire, it creates an updraft that shoots you up into the sky on your glider. You can go snowboarding. I mean, if you find a snowball on the ground and you push it, it gets bigger the more you push it. This is awesome. I don't know. It's really fun and it's a great time waster. But I'll tell you what, it's very hard to be productive with the Switch. Yeah. Because I bought the Pro Controller and I bought the Hori Stand so I can set that bitch up wherever I want and play in comfort. We're going to edit out this lull of us chewing. This ravioli is delish. Yeah. Speaking of ravioli, every time I get pasta, you know, I eat pasta, I get, you know, my heart gets a little heavy because we do have a dear friend who she suffers from spaghetti of the head. (laughs) Gibson, can you... You got spaghetti in your head. Can you you tell... Why are we giving her her a shout out? (laughs) Because she's got spaghetti in her head and it's a serious condition the world needs to know. So, I've known this friend since I was five years old. We went to school together from kindergarten until eighth grade. We went to different high schools, went to different colleges. She's the only college friend that I went to her college to visit her on multiple occasions. Very good friend of mine, Jordan Sorenza. And she does, in fact, have spaghetti in her head. I she, hope you're listening, Jordan. She does listen to this podcast, or she just likes it a lot. I think she just likes it. Actually, she, listening she's to it. Well, we'll find out now. Social media. Tell us if you do. Yeah, go ahead and hit me up. Like, ah, Gibson, fuck you. I don't have spaghetti in my. She's a a five foot nothing little Italian girl that says silly mm. things. So every time she says silly things, Eric goes, "You got spaghetti in your head." <laughs> Anyways, back on the video game track. Would yeah. you? I do want to touch on. One topic, which at first I thought was just a you know just a dumb marketing scheme, and now I'm thinking it might be one of the coolest things to happen in a while, and that is the Atari box. Yeah, I don't know what to think about the Atari box, honestly. They haven't really released a whole lot about what it's going to be. They've just like released specs, haven't they? Mm-hmm. They basically said that it's going to be... Uh, it's, 
I don't, I'm uh, finding it hard to It turns your it TV runs on into a smart TV, and it's an open-source open Linux-based system, so you can mess around with the operating system if you want. It's gonna. I think the price point's between $250 and $300, so it's not just going to be a plug-and-play. But I'm pretty sure it's coming preloaded with classic Atari games, just like the NES, the SNES Classic. So it's going to be a plug-and-play, but then I think they're also trying to compete in the modern console market, probably against the Switch. I think it's going to... If, if it's computer-based, I wouldn't be surprised if it runs off of Steam. It might run, but Steam games... Steam's its own company, though. But And Steam had consoles that failed, I'm pretty sure, because they were like mm -hmm. $800. <laughs> but yeah. um, Steam, Steam has games, though. I mean, Steam gets all of the big games. So if it were to run Steam, it'd have to be a pretty powerful machine to run the, the more demanding Steam games. I don't know. I don't... I could see it being like the Ouya. Do you know what the Ouya is? Exactly, because it was a giant failure. It was like, it was a console to beat consoles. Basically, it was an Android smartphone that you put on your TV, and it had an okay controller. I never played it, but if you go to like Barnacle's YouTube page, he talks about the Ouya, and I think it's um, the immortal John Hancock, Jan, John, Jan Hancock from Boston. The immortal John Hancock. That's like one of his favorite shit systems to take to parties, to have people play. It's garbage, but it plays like Android-based games. So I could see it doing something similar to that, but that's why I have a smartphone. I don't know. Why would you want a console that plays Android-based games? Because there's like some... You got like games on your smartphone that are fun, but they'd be a lot more fun if you had a controller. Mm. You know? I, I, it's not appealing to me. I'm curious. I'm, it's not something I'm getting on day one. I, no, I definitely want to learn more about it, though. Um, yeah. Also, additionally, something that has even less information out about it, and that is the Sega Razer console. I haven't been able to find anything. Let's Google it right now. What's uh, tell me about it? Uh, let me see if Sega I can Razer. Pull up the website. I'm gonna need more ravioli. I hope you have more. We got more. Thank God. We can just take a quick break. Get more ravioli. Oh, Sega, Sega Razer. No, console. dude, we just come and go. Our audience, they're cash. They like keeping it cash. They're cash. All yeah. right. We all keep it cash. Keep it down. You should go to RazorConsole.com. I'm so happy that you joined us, Cameron, even though you're just not saying that much. Just I usually don't say much. I'm more of a quiet guy. That's good. You'd be a quiet little guy. It's about time. We've been asking you to come on this for a long time. You have. You have. We're going to make t-shirts with your face that just say Cameron with a K. <laughs> <laughs> what is Aletheia Games? Uh, Games is an independent video game development company that was founded in 2015 and is located in Ham Hampton Roads, Virginia. Why is what do they have to do with? Sega they're making Razor? the console. Ah, so it's not made by Sega. It's just I licensed. think it's licensed by Sega and like Sega's gonna gonna call it like a Sega Razor, but it's Aletheia's manufacturer. Like the fact that LG is making the new Google Pixel, but it's a Google Pixel. Oh, hmm. so it's just like all the other Sega plug and plays that come out. Yeah. But is it gonna? Are they making it to try and compete with the Atari box? I think they're every company that at one point had a very successful console. Now that retro games in general are beginning very popular, is trying to get make break get back into the okay. console market. The purpose of which is returning Sega to the home hardware market. Exactly. But that's gonna be tough to. If they compete with the Switch, they probably could because the number one Switch games aren't that that powerful compared to like. Xbox One and PS4, which are bordering on like computer quality. I think people will buy them if they're able to compete on price. If the specs are the same and they're able to get AAA titles uh, as Xbox and everything, and they have a competitive price, I absolutely think people will buy if them. If they can get AAA titles, I'm just saying, 
We're just there's a big the. That's the biggest if is the, what kind of games they're gonna have. Ever since the NES Classic came out, all of a sudden people wanted the Nintendo Plug and Play, mm-hmm. like overnight. Little did they know, Sega and Atari have had like multiple generations of plug and play over the last God knows how many years. Yeah. There's the Atari Flashback, which has like seven different models. There's a bunch of Sega plug and plays. They're all made by third parties and licensed, though. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But those companies have been coming out with plug and plays for a really long time. It was until Nintendo came out with one that they finally got popular because the NES Classic is nothing but a fancy plug and play that costs way more than other plug and plays. Yeah, yeah, it's like it. I, I chalk it's it up interesting to, to me. I'm I'm curious what it is that made the Nintendo so successful in its heyday because arguably the Sega Genesis was a superior console to the SNES. Marketing, dude. Yeah, the Sega, the um. Oh, fuck, what is it? The Sega handheld. What the hell is their handheld system? Game Gear. The Sega Game Gear is way better than the Game Boy, but the Game Boy destroyed it. Game Boy was also s- smaller. Game Boy was smaller. It was in black and white, but the Game Gear was in color. It was bigger. It was a better console, but it took big batteries. The batteries didn't last for There were a lot of reasons why, but it was a far superior handheld. Just like the Atari Lynx apparently is an awesome handheld. The Sega Nomad's an awesome handheld because it's a Genesis on the go. Atari Jaguar was supposed to be a great it just, uh, home console. It just never caught on. Well, Atari, after the video game crash, Atari slowly died. People lost faith in it. Because they blame they blame E.T. E.T. is like one of the biggest blames for the, the game crash. Because Atari didn't have very strict restrictions on the games that came out. That's why Nintendo, for a long time, Nintendo made games for Nintendo. They were all officially licensed through Nintendo. Atari didn't give a shit. Just put it out, doesn't matter. So I don't think Atari ever truly recovered from that. Because, like, they make games current day, but they're nothing special. I mean, naming a, a modern day Atari game that you even really know about. Rollercoaster Tycoon. That's it. <laughs> that is, like, the one. <laughs> and that's not on consoles. Nope. That is a computer game. And I played it once. Fucking hated it. <laughs> That was before I liked roller coasters, though. Mm-hmm. Now I love roller coasters. Oh, dude, I want to go to Bush Gardens so fucking bad for Hollow Scream. I don't want to you Bush Gardens. Will I will Burke. only or go. Kings Dominion. We could go to Kings Dominion. Would be super easy, but it's no Bush Gardens. I will only no, go if it's, it's full a lot, Bush Gardens. It's a lot closer too, though. Yeah, I want full seventies Bush Gardens, or I'm not going. <laughs> I want George W. Bush Gardens. I want Bush Gardens that the bush is so big you can't see the gardens. I want George H. W. Bush. I want Anheuser Busch. Oh, it is Anheuser Busch Gardens. It is. <laughs> I knew that. You didn't know that. I knew it. Let's You're saying it. it like you didn't. I knew it. I had, I had no fucking idea it was owned by Anheuser Busch. That's why they serve Budweiser there. Oh fuck! That's awesome. That's why they have an entire country inside the European themed. Uh, theme park that is beer, like dedicated to beer. <laughs> well, I'll tell you American what, the last beer. time I went was when we all went together, yeah. so I don't fucking remember. When did we go together to Bush Gardens? Didn't we go in high school? No, we, we went to Kings Dominion. You and I were the only ones that didn't get heat stroke out of let's a talk group about of nine that. people. Let's talk about the idiots that we used to hang out with in high school. Let's, Who we're let's about to see next weekend at our reunion. No, so we went on this Kings Dominion trip. It was, was it post-graduation or pre-graduation? I think it was I think it was pre. It was post graduation. It was actually. literally right after graduation. Yeah, it was like a hundred and some degrees yeah. in we, the summertime. We, we piled everybody into my dad's fucking suburban. And this is when me and Eric literally first started hanging out. We yeah. weren't that close for very long. We got close though. Yeah, like Real quick. very end of senior year, you got me a job. Yeah, that was and that was my mom got you your last two jobs. Yeah, so I was family <laughs> a lot, so I have to put up with them. So anyway, we went to Kings Dominion and. 
Eric and I had common sense. Like, oh, it's 100 some degrees. Let's drink water. And apparently that didn't make sense. And what's funny is we tried to tell him to drink water. Like, no, fuck you. Like, why would I want to drink water when I can get a soda? And anything that I said, because they, at this point, they hated me. So anything I said, they're like, ah, whatever. The funny thing was, though, I wasn't even drinking the water because I was tra- thinking about staying hydrated. Like, so don't give me credit for being smart. You're the one that was just like, oh, yeah, that's smart. We should do that. That's why you started doing it. I literally just, for some reason, loved the water that they served out of the tap at Kingston. I was Man. pounding water. I mean, we were going It to, tasted better than every type of soda We they both, served. We both There's bought. They're putting something in that fucking tap water at Kings Dominion. Well, you remember we both... We probably put sugar in it. Remember we oh, both probably. bought those... Um, we bought the um, the refillable collector cups. Yeah. So we just keep even though they water. give you free water no matter what. I just wanted to be able to carry it with me. Yeah. So we were drinking. We were drinking like two giant cups of water an hour. Yeah. Probably more. And everybody Sweating else was drinking soda. Then out of nowhere, we come off a ride and one of the girls has disappeared. And we spent twenty five minutes looking for her. She's damn near passed out, throwing up everywhere in a bathroom when they finally find her. Then we end up sitting in the fucking uh, clinic for the next no, no, god no, no, knows no, how no. long. No, you and I did not sit in the clinic because uh, they wanted the whole group to go to the clinic. We were like, hey, guys, it's not right. We should stay with them. We came as a group, and you and I were just like, no, fuck that. Like, I was in we're fine. Clinic. We're going on more rides. I was in that clinic for like 20 minutes before we finally left, though. I was in there. I didn't go to that clinic fucking once. I said fuck that from the get-go. Yeah, I came up and met up with you afterwards because I walked people over there. But like literally 75% of the group was sick because they didn't drink drink water. They wouldn't listen to me because they didn't like me. And I was right. So fuck you guys. See you next week. (laughs) (laughs) They don't fucking listen. No. No, they don't. And if they did, they wouldn't care. (laughs) I wouldn't even think we were talking about that. Nah. You're so very... Boy, that was a tangent. How did we get there? Bush Gardens. Kings mm, that's right. Kentrails. Right. Oh, oh, and then Kentrails. everyone got super mad because we were the ones sitting up front and everybody in the back was just having their own conversation. So we figured we'd listen to Daniel Tosh stand up. God. Well, one of the guys we were with decided to white knight. He's like, oh, we shouldn't, we shouldn't listen to this. It's so offensive. So we had to fucking turn off Daniel Tosh. We ended up listening to 80s for the ladies. Mm. Remember that? No, I hadn't, I hadn't made that playlist yet. We listened to my road trip playlist. Ah, which was 80s music. Yeah. yeah. Not the same one, though. <laughs> I still have 80s for the ladies on my It's a great playlist. I was with him when he made 80s for the ladies. <laughs> yeah. I, I made a playlist recently just for when we played Ticket to Ride in the house. It's called my Choo Choo Train playlist. <laughs> it's all train-themed music. Let me, let me show you the selection that we have. Give me one second. Literally, they're, they're taking the game so seriously. I'm just sitting in my corner, <laughs> just fucking down syndroming out, trying to find songs that oh are train themes. What is that song from Always Sunny in Philadelphia when they're dealing with their Psycho Pete? Psycho Pete? Runaway Train, or whatever. I don't know. They're what singing the, fuck the train, and they about. get him on the train to go to San Francisco. You don't remember that? I have no earthly idea. What... Ooh, right on the dick. Anyways, uh, so yeah, it's a really dumb playlist. It's all train shit. You know, Midnight Train to Georgia, Gladys Knight. Mm. You went full retard making that playlist. Yeah, I did. Uh, all right, what else uh, do you want to touch on before we finish up? Uh, quick Just top. like, I'm just wearing my Jordans right now. Got them at thrift store, 35 bucks, great deal. Just been tiptoeing my Jordans. I feel like it's the second or third time you brought up these Jordans on this show. Yeah, homeboy's proud. Okay, this cracker got style. Karen, what kind of topics do you want to bring up? you got to bring up at least one topic that we need to touch on significantly. If you say chemtrails. You're not allowed to show up if you if your kid don't bring a topic. We got BYOT policy. Bring your own topics. BYOS as well. Bring your own stories. Dead air. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of something. Think quick. That First thing that comes up to your head. 
Well, just movies, because you were talking about movies. What what's kind of movies? Movie? What's your, what movie you want to talk about? What's your favorite dirty movie? You watch dirty movies? Not really. I like Dirty Dancing. That's I know for a fact movie. that you watch dirty movies, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, uh, what movie do you want to talk about? <clears throat> Well, I know Eric. You you saw the new Blade Runner. I I'm I'm wondering. I did see, see the new Blade Runner, and it was fucking amazing. I didn't see that. I don't care what anybody says. Like, oh, it's bombing right now. Oh, nobody wants cares about Blade Runner. That movie's goddamn beautiful. It's got and my so favorite is, actress in it. Ugh, who's your favorite actress? Anna De Armas. Mm. I've talked about her on this podcast before. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, definitely sent us a kickback for that one, Anna. <laughs> what was the last movie we? So, was that Kingsman? No, last movie we watched was The Two Towers. Oh, that's right. I straight up yeah. listened to the whole soundtrack to Fellowship of the Ring in my car the other day. Wept like a bitch at the end of it. Nothing you say surprises me anymore. Mm. Dude, I don't blame you, man. Uh, I think everybody's you know, really lulling out right now. I think yeah. it's time for us to bring in our guest and uh, start an interview. Yes, yeah, so All right, everybody. Coming up, uh, we have an interview with Alex Harefield, and we're going to talk to him about his new men's outfitter company, soon to be women's outfitting company, known as La Gris Outfitters. La Gris. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, so listen up. Check them out uh, at La Gris Outfitters on Facebook and LaGrieOutfitters.com. Uh, and now, without further ado, Alex Harefield. What's up? We're here with uh, my friend Alex Harefield. Uh, we're buddies, went to college together, and Alex recently started a new company called Legree Outfitters. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about it, Alex? Hey, guys. Uh, so, basically, I so the funny story about this company was it all started around a, um, a trademark that, 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 that I own. And um, so, I, I trademarked, we, we trademarked this phrase that ended up being the slogan for it Southern Born, Southern Worn. And so when you trademark something, you end up having to have, uh, I think it's six months to use it in commerce. So, uh, you know, as soon as we got it, I was like, oh. So, so we kind of had to have something, something to use it on. So I said, okay, well, I've always kind of wanted just for fun to start, you know, a clothing line with just weird custom shirts and, and socks and things like that. So that's kind of how it was born. Hmm. And, um... So from there, we've gotten some shirts, so- socks, koozies, and um, now we have, I'm working on a women's line that's going to be on the way soon. Some stuff is going to be coming in within the next week or two, so we're pretty excited about that. Uh, who ne- needs to make women's clothes? Think about them. <laughs> right? <laughs> but so you, so you- you'd be surprised. I actually have uh, the majority of, you look at the, the Google Analytics of people going to the website and stuff like that. The majority of uh, people, it's, it's about 68%. I wouldn't say the majority, but 68% are women. So, do you think that has something to do with them maybe buying their boyfriend's gifts? You know, or I don't know. I, every, I've only had one uh, one girl buy a men's shirt. Hmm. So I don't know if that was for her. She bought a small, so I assume that was for her, oddly enough. Oh, nice. But yeah, but um, I, I do think uh, women's will sell pretty well. Because I remember, I don't know what the source is i saw somewhere maybe it was another podcast i listened to they talked about a lot of traffic on clothing websites in general regardless of which gender it's um targeted at a lot of the traffic does come from females because i know my fiance likes to get me clothes and a lot of women like to buy their significant other stuff so but anyway off that you're i'm on your website right now and you've got some awesome products i really like those two shirts 
and the socks, but I saw in the About Us some oysters on the half show. A print with that? Yeah, so that's actually, um, that's next, probably the next shirt we're going to be doing. Trying to roll with a long sleeve for that because oyster season is coming. And, that's uh, awesome. But yeah, that's, that's what we're going for next. I've had a lot of people tell me that they like that, so. Yeah, I would wear the hell out of that shirt. I love oysters on the half show. How'd you, um, how did you come up with the name Legree? Where'd that come from? So Legree is actually, a, it, it's actually an old Charleston name and it also happens to be my middle name. Um, and in trying to find a, a, a name that kind of went with the slogan that I trademarked, I couldn't really find one that either wasn't taken or that wasn't stupid. So finally I was like, one day I said, screw it and go with, uh, Legree Outfitters. It's unique. Um, and unfortunately I found out that one of the downfalls is a lot of people can't pronounce it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I was one of them. Yeah. yeah. Could you, uh, just go ahead and, and spell out the name of the website so our listeners can, can check it out. Right. So that's, uh, Legree Outfitters. It's L E G A R E outfitters.com. So it's, it's, it sounds and looks like Laguerre or Lagar, but it's Legree. L E G A R E. I know awesome. it's confusing. Yeah, it's it's literally the <laughs> I hate it, but I love it at the same time. <laughs> it's it's uh it's very sophisticated sounding, very yeah. fancy. Yeah, and and in, in my about us, uh, which is sh- I try to keep it short, it does have the, the pronunciation on the about us page. Good deal. So another question I have for you is: we didn't talk about when you founded the company, did we? No, I don't think uh, we talked about that. So when uh when did you finally bring product to market? So the first. Uh, product that was listed on my on my site were actually the socks, the, the Magnolia socks, and those uh, I ended up getting those the, the full inv- inventory in about a month and a half ago, so really relatively new. Um, wow! But then and then the shirts were probably maybe two weeks after that, and then the rest is on its way. Good How deal. did you um, come up with the the patterns? Are those original patterns, or are those like uh, royalty free? Right. So I actually I have a friend who's a graphic designer, Jasmine. Give you a quick shout out. Um, and I've been talking about starting a, a company like this for a while. Actually, a couple of years since since we we had met and we're talking about drinks at a rooftop bar, talking over drinks. Which one? Uh, Henry's in downtown Charleston. Oh yeah, good one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they play movies on the uh, via a projector up there, so it's it's pretty cool. But so one day I, I I said screw it, hey, I want you to design me some stuff, and she was all about it. A couple weeks later, she came out with a, a couple different patterns. I said yes or no. We refined it, and went from there. I tried to get a little bit of everything in there, and then from there I went with different colors. Um, and the logo I had a different graphic designer do alright cool Yeah, I like the pineapples a lot I think that's real slick looking yeah that's been the hottest seller the, the pink pineapple shirt's been the hottest seller so that's pretty awesome it look good with a pair of chubbies <laughs> <laughs> so uh, another thing I was going to ask I know you, you kind of t- answered a little bit uh, when you are talking about, about the company but you said this was kind of an idea that you had for a while was it like a long-term thing like since you were a kid or did it just sort of pop up one day later in life no so i'll, I'll be sitting there uh, especially at school when we were when we were at the citadel I'll, I'll sit there when i'm supposed to be studying or doing something else and just think of things that i want to do and i actually have a book um, that i write it down in 
uh, some of these ideas and this a one dream journal yeah you're like a really well-disciplined procrastinator oh yeah i mean it, yeah i'm not sitting there watching netflix uh but i am not getting anything done at the same time but um so yeah i mean i, I wrote it down and one day as i kind of had an opportunity to trademark it easily and i did and uh from there we just started going so i'll do it until i either get tired of it or something better comes along i guess <laughs> What would you say um, are like your goals for the company, like short term, long term? Like where are you trying to take it? Uh, so, <clears throat> the biggest, the, the biggest dream of any entrepreneur is start something, watch it grow, until your mind wanders to something else, and, and they won't like. That's not something they say in, a, in an entrepreneur class, but that what they do tell you is you have to have an exit because you're not going to do it forever. So really the biggest thing I want, I just want it to grow. And, and I can't tell you, uh, my heart actually, you know, I get really happy. And uh, when I log into Facebook and I see, you know, you have seven more likes, you know, since the last time I logged in procrastinating seven minutes later. And it, it is, it's a good feeling. Uh, it's uh, a sense of self-accomplishment. So that's really, really what I'm trying to do with it. I'm eventually going to get try to get even crazier with the clothes. I'm, I'm really using this as a, a creative outlet. So, uh, as I, and then the other hard thing is trying to find a manufacturer that will do it. Um, a lot of a lot of manufacturers aren't in the business of doing completely custom clothing for a decent price, and right. um, so that's that's the hardest part about it. But yeah, how did you? Sorry, I got got a, got a little off topic, but just watch it grow. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. How did you uh, find the current manufacturer that you're using? Easiest way, Alibaba.com, global commerce. Oh yeah, yeah. Huh. You can buy anything on there. You literally can start a, a business just from from nothing. If you have the money, if, if you just have any amount of money, you can go on Alibaba.com and buy anything. I <laughs> I just pulled it up. Just, just in the my market section, I have apparel, fashion, chemicals, sports entertainment, machinery, health and medical. Let's click on health and medical. I mean, and you can. Oh wow! <laughs> First few things that come come up: sex products, herbal extract, and massage. Oh, hell yeah! Let me get some yeah, dildos up in here. Boys, you can be a, a wholesaler of dildos. Now Dude, we custom are talking dildos with like smiley faces and things. We'll do all sorts of cool stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now we're Ooh, talking. Let's like, make what a dildo just... that looks like a prolapsed asshole. Oh, oh. Prolapsed asshole. <laughs> now we're talking like the "What Did I Just Listen To" podcast. Uh, I don't know if you you've had the chance to listen to any of our previous episodes, but unfortunately, the one right before this one, we weren't able to publish because the recording malfunctioned. Yeah, I noticed that. I actually did check it out. Oh, it was very disappointing because we covered some disgusting shit. Prolapsed yeah. assholes. Long yeah, I think, nipples, all I think that one before that was on the Conor McGregor fight. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's okay. been a little while since we posted. But uh, let's. Is there anything else you want to. Yeah, so I did. I want to pitch a couple ideas because me and Gibson, we consider ourselves to be uh, entrepreneurs and we've had some ideas for clothing companies. First, before we do that, let's make sure we've given our, our guest enough time to pitch his company in every way that he wants is there anything else that you want to throw out before we we change the subject nah, guys i think uh i think i you know it's a pretty simple concept um so i just want everybody to know that fall fall line is coming i realized that my biggest um my, my biggest regret about the whole thing so so far of course 
uh, besides the name, is the fact that I bought summer clothes in October. <laughs> so, one could say that that was a genius move. <laughs> uh, the, the the saving grace was I did buy just enough to where I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to sell out of it uh, before but before that uh kind of time kind of runs out. But the thing is. I know the socks would be a big seller around Christmas because they are really Christmassy. So was I did think ahead for that. So check out the socks and uh, go from there. T- take a look at the rest of the website. Yeah, I like them. I can always use more dress socks. Are there specific items that you want to take the company towards, um, or like, are you gonna stick in like the shirt realm, or do you, are you ever gonna get into like pants, blazers? Yeah, I mean, like I, I've thought about it and I've looked around at it. Uh, so. For one of the women's uh, clothes coming out, a big thing right now for women, especially at football games or tailgates, is kind of a, it's like a hybrid, weird hybrid shirt slash dress flannel thing. And I know you know exactly what I'm talking about? Talking yeah, about. it's it's weird, yeah. but it's... it's just a long yeah, flannel Yeah, pretty shirt. much. And somebody said, well, why don't you just buy an oversized shirt? And I said, because it's not form-fitting and it's not long enough. So this is, uh, this is like a like a, a weird way for women to wear flannel without wearing a flannel shirt and yoga pants. So, uh, so yeah, I, I have thought about it and I probably will, but I mean, I definitely say the flagship, uh, flag, flagship items flagship. <laughs> are the shirt. And then I'm definitely going to come out with more socks. Cause those are just fun. I mean, we all love socks. Absolutely. And that's where it's going to bring us into our first pitch which is a, a, an exclusively a weird men's socks company. Mm-hmm. It was an idea we had uh, drunk, I don't know, like summer or sophomore ago. year or something like that. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a company called Sock It To Me. I'm listening. Uh, that's it. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's, it's just a designer oh, sock oh, company oh, called Sock It To Me. It's a, it's lie, really, that, it's not it's the a I- lie that we used at bars to pick up girls way back in the day. Yeah, we that told them that company. we started a company called Socket To Me, and we ended up getting partnered with Chubby Shorts with an angel fund of a million dollars, and then we pe- used an it to pick up girls. An angel fund of 100% dollars, bullshit, 100% wow. <laughs> Well, <laughs> And they ate that shit up. It was, oh, it was Socket To Me and uh, Keep Me In Suspense, Designer Suspense. Well, let me tell you what's better than that <laughs> is actually uh, doing it and wearing it to the bar. And then when a girl says, yes, hey, see, I love your shirt, you say, guess who made it? Yeah. See, that's a genius idea, but that requires capital and hard work. It's not. We're, yeah, we did, we went the lazy route. It's not that much capital. I mean, it, it is. I, I sold my boat, which is kind of a disappointment because anybody who knows me knows. Oh, that that's too bad. I, I love to sell the boat. <laughs> but I mean, socks. Socks aren't that bad. Hashtag first world problems. All right, and then th- I think we came up with one other, and it was bows before hose, which is bow oh, ties. Yeah. yeah, they all fit. It all fell under the the one designer accessory company accessor guys. Accessor guys, <laughs> I should have hit y'all up before I start this whole thing. <laughs> See, Eric's good at coming up with names. I'm I'm shit at coming up with executing on the actual plan, but yeah, I'm great at weird, names, which is perfect. That's exactly what you need when you want to start names. So next time you need a good trademark, you oh, hit I me will. Up. Yeah, yep. vanilla guy sitting over here. I'm gonna give you a call. <laughs> Hey, and uh, you ever need a sales rep? Just uh, let oh, your yeah. boy know. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to send some up y'all's way. Uh, just send me your address after this. <laughs> run, a lo- little, run a little low on shirts, but we'll be happy to, to hook you up with some socks and koozies. 
You know what? I will gladly take and, some socks. And I did not go. Did. I did not skimp on the koozies either. I don't like when people buy all this like foam crap. No, I got neoprene like a man. Oh, that's what I was about to ask if they were like the the ones that actually. Yeah, no, the they cans. do. And then I even oh, went nice. a little bougier and got the. Um, it's a different color stitching, so it sticks out too. Mm. Fancy schmancy, my man. Funny that you should mention that. One more item to pitch to you. A device that you can mount on your wall in your bar, and it dispenses koozies out of it for all your guests. It's called Koozie Your Daddy. That's one of the best ideas I've heard in a long time. Yeah, we right. just we could not for the life of us figure out how to actually make the damn thing work. We even tried to we tried to build one. Cause yeah, we did. We we like we got welding equipment and everything. The problem we ran into was there's a billion different types of styles of koozie, so we we couldn't figure out how to make it universal. It would only work with one koozie. But I figured if you make uh make one and just have it at a bar, they could just dispense their own koozies. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, you you really only need one type of koozie. So think about it. You go to the bar and you order a beer. You're you're probably gonna yeah. get a bottle, right? So, you can use um, normal koozies on bottles. It's just a little irritating, but that you can just roll with bottle koozies. That's a really good idea, actually. And I hope no listeners steal it. <laughs> yeah, I doubt they will. We don't have that many. We only have tens of listeners. <laughs> but honestly, are we gonna do it? Probably not. So if somebody else does it, that's pretty cool. Hey, do you want to take that idea? Since you you fit probably. Better than us figure out how to make it. You know, we just give us like you know ten percent royalty, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, no. The next thing I, I really want to start a bar is the next thing I want to do, and just getting that getting that scene. So if you end up doing it, just let me know, and I'll stick it in the bar with my koozies in it. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Have you seen the Barnes for a while was selling these uh, clips? If you put them on your belt, you can carry your beer around on your belt yeah. at like a party or yeah, tailgate or something clips. like that. You know how you know how often yeah. I fall down when I drink enough to where I need a drink clip. It's a good point. I was carrying around a bottle of Captain Morgan in that thing, and it wasn't going anywhere. Really? I had a whole bottle of Captain Morgan on my belt. It actually Cup. worked. Have you seen? Have yeah. you seen the Western style bottle holsters that strap to your thigh? No. Chubby's makes one. I got one. It clips on your belt and then you tie it around your thigh and it holds a holds a bottle. Looks like an old Western six shooter holster. You're definitely not getting in the bar with that thing, though. It's definitely an event. It's no, but that it's shit an is event, dope. Uh, event it's accessory, if you will. That's a good category. I might have to. And steal it's that. so cool, dude. Go for it. It's not my idea. Have you been? Uh, like trying to promote your companies at like uh, events, uh, for instance, like Carolina Cup. Yeah, let me tell like you, that. that is the hardest thing. Um, everything I've I'm said, sure. promotion and and marketing is by far the hardest thing that I thought would be a lot easier with this. Because the thing is, you, like you have friends and you go on Facebook and you see like, oh, I have twelve hundred friends. Yeah, and then you start to think, it, and any rational person will say, you know, I know they won't all support me, but. I think, you know, maybe a quarter to half will. And then you find out, once you start it, that you only have 12 friends. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I, I know y'all I know y'all, uh, y'all feel the same thing with the podcast, but yeah, I mean, it's just Absolutely. like, get the word out, getting the word out there is awful. And I'm, I'm half convinced that Facebook and Instagram marketing is a scam. Uh, it's definitely got me likes, but it's not anything of sub- substance. And Yeah, uh, same. It's a grind, yeah. too. I mean... We're learning now, trying to do our social media. One, I hate social media, 
and I'm in charge of social media, so that's fun. But like, you got to constantly be posting content oh, yeah. and looking stuff up and retweeting things to try to just get. It's like quantity over quality, and I I fucking hate Twitter. Do you have and a that Twitter? Because I never go on it. Yeah, we got a Twitter. We got it's, Instagram, everything. It's uh, Twitter's W D I J L two, the number two. I believe, and then Instagram is what did I just listen to underscores instead of spaces. Okay, I have to follow you on Instagram, but I hate Twitter also, so <laughs> I don't even have a Twitter for the Great Outfitters. It's not even not even a thing. But in ter- the original question, Eric. Um, so basically, the extent of my going out there and getting after it is going to the bars <laughs> in my sh- in my clothing, which has actually been pretty fruitful. Uh, but I did realize that, and, and I actually recently bought some of these i went to vistaprint vistaprint if you want to give us a um a promo or if you if you want to sponsor us that'd be pretty cool we mentioned so many companies they never <laughs> reached back out to us but, but i went to vistaprint and instead of having business cards made up I, I made up like a like coupons because the hardest thing was being at the bar and and some drunk dude in line being like yo i love that shirt where do i get it and i'm like com, and he's like what and then it, I, I thought to myself, it would be so much easier if I just had a card, a laminated card to give him, where he can find in his front pocket tomorrow morning after he browns out tonight, and he can say, oh, yeah, I remember that. I really like that shirt. Let me go get one. So, uh, But then I, I am trying to get into a few more um, events. I'm thinking about hosting a party myself. Uh, I can you do it this weekend? I'm going to no, be in Charleston. No, I drill this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm leaving uh, like, right after this. So, but um, I, I'm thinking about having a, a um, trashy wine and cheese party. You ever been to one of those? Yes, and they're very yeah, so I'm, uh, You know, you walk in the door and I hand you a, a glass of box wine and a slice of American cheese. So, but oh, then. I love it. That's the but, best. But, you know, I can't be that trashy. I'll have the actual good stuff in the back. So, so if you come to the party, hit me up. I'll I'll, I'll take the background. I have, give you good stuff. I have never been so plastered in my life as to when I went to a trashy right? wine and cheese party. It almost ruined wine and cheese for me, and that's one of my all-time favorite snacks. Yeah. So, probably because I feel like getting out on Facebook and um, and if people share events on Facebook, I feel like it's a lot more clicks than just somebody trying to promote their own website. Absolutely. It's just. It's one of those things where it's like a constant grind until you hit it, and we're not even close to hitting it with our podcast, but... Well, we're not putting like, out the content we should be. <laughs> Once you hit it, and you're getting retweets and shares and follows, it just it comes in. From what I've been told, it, it comes in like a flood, just no matter getting to that point. I mean, look at Chubby's. Your products kind of fall in line with what Chubby's did. Back in the day, they were constantly sold out. It was more word of mouth. You never knew when they were going to restock, and now they're yeah, huge. Yeah, I do remember that. That was back so. in high school. And that was, uh, and there was mm-hmm. only one place in Charleston you could get them, and they only, you know, by the time I got there, they only had like smalls, which I. I'll tell you, you what, dude, buy them those stores have got the best customer service I've ever dealt with in my yeah. life. I ordered a pair of shorts, sent it to the wrong address, but it was for my fiance's birthday, so they sent me another pair of shorts with a personalized note that said, "Don't worry, dude, we're not going to let you sleep in the doghouse." <laughs> awesome. Dudes I do over get kind of tired of the emails though. Yeah. Oh yeah. I still yeah. got them. I mean, just like, and it's crazy stuff too, and uh, like, like weird, weird subject lines and stuff like that. They've, they've slowed down mm-hmm. recently, but they used to be all about it. 
I do like on their website now you can actually differentiate like the, just their solid normal shorts from like the weird shorts because mm-hmm. I've reached a point where I've passed like the immaturity of wanting <laughs> really weirdly patterned shit to well, just want like nice a nice pair of short shorts. I also realized that I used to say how many pairs of chubbies are too many pairs, and now I realize thirty pairs of chubbies are too many. <laughs> pairs. You have thirty pairs of chubbies. <laughs> Probably oh more. <laughs> I got to the point where I was just giving them out to friends because I had collected so many pairs, just giving them away. I feel, I feel like you spent a small fortune on short shorts. Dude, I didn't spend the money. That's the thing. Like my mother knew I liked chubby, so Christmas. Oh, here's really? four pairs of shorts. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, and then my aunts would get them for me. Everybody gave me chubbies. Wow. So I ended up with, and then I also did buy some. I remember the first time we both got chubbies. Uh, we went to a party at at Mark's house as, right. as a friend of Lucky his. Mark. And uh, literally the whole time, all the chicks there had never seen chubbies before, so they were just calling us pink and purple shorts the whole time. It was the best. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> picture of chubbies. Hey, you fuckers at chubbies should give us something because we plug you like every episode. <laughs> Yeah, hear that guy with chubbies? Give him some. And also, it'd be cool if you list me on your website, too. That'd be pretty sweet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, do we have anything more for our guest here? I think uh, we pr- I've touched on all the topics I wanted to touch on uh, with the company, and we, we kind of went on some fun tangents and everything. I mean, Alex, you got anything else that you want our listeners to know about uh, you and the company before No, I'm just kind of just kind of hanging on the handlebars here. You're driving. I guess I'm riding behind you. I don't know. I'm, that, that that analogy or whatever it is didn't really work out. You are on the back of my hog, arms around my waist, wind in your hair, I'm bugs in your teeth, buddy. You are riding. I like that picture. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, where uh, where can everybody find uh, you? So you can go to LegreeOutfitters.com. That's L-E-G-A-R-E Outfitters.com, uh, where we have a phone number and which I'll just let you go there because you probably won't remember it. But also, uh, my email address is alex at liggeryoutfitters.com. So uh, go check it out. Give it a like on Facebook and uh, spread the word, word of mouth. All right. Well, awesome, man. Thanks for uh, coming on. No problem. What an interview, man. Your your friend's a real nice guy. Yeah, good interview. Um, Definitely everybody check out uh, Liggery Outfitters. Really cool stuff. They got pineapple shirts, oyster shirts coming soon. I want the oyster socks, shirt. all sorts of cool stuff. I really want the cool oyster patterns. shirt for myself. I love oysters on the half show. Yeah. Now it's I really like the fact that we had him on here because I love talking about entrepreneurship. A dude our age working his ass off, make a dream come true. I think that's pretty awesome. It's pretty inspirational. Yeah, and I'm I'm hoping that uh, at some point we can uh, fulfill the dream of accessor guys. Accessor guys, LLC, yeah, TM, who's your daddy coming to a bar near you? Sakatumi, keep me in suspense. Anybody here who's like a those. like a manufacturing engineer or anything like that and wants to make us a working prototype of a who's your daddy? Please do. We'll pay you a lot of money for that. Eric will pay you a lot of money. Anyway, uh, I don't have anything else for you. I'm kind of winding down. It's been a long week. You got anything else for me? Good buddy? I think we touched on a lot of good topics. Uh, I mean, we skimmed over a few things, but that's just because it wasn't important. We ate raviolis. Um, we talked about spaghetti head. Um, we talked about prolapsed assholes. Glad we were able to fit that one in. Always room for prolapsed assholes. Yeah, prolapsed assholes. Before we go, though, we have to play the sound of the week. What is the sound of the week?
That is the sound of the week. The sound of the week was us eating raviolis violently. To be more specific, that is forks on porcelain plates with tomato sauce. <laughs> Thank you. You're a beautiful audience. Uh, yep. As always, it's been dope being dope. It has been dope being dope, folks. <laughs>